You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mission Matters Podcast. This is your host, Jonathan Schroyer, as you know. I host the Future of Service channel, and we have the wonderful opportunity to talk to eclectic leaders that are thinking about the future of service and not just your traditional way of serving customers, but thinking about it in the broad business sense and how you can think about it from from entrepreneur to large enterprise to even inside and outside the box thinking. So I'm super excited today. We have a guest, Sunita Kumar, who's going to fit the bill. You guys are gonna love what she brings to the table. So her title is a human design informed business strategist. Did I get that right, Sunita? Close enough. What you're going to pick up is that she has some amazing different ways to think about how to grow your business, how to market your business, but also how to personally grow and take care of yourself, whether you're a solopreneur, entrepreneur, or business owner. So excited to have Sunita with us. Sunita, why don't you do a, a brief bio and then we'll crack into the podcast. Thank you so much. So my name is Sunitha. I run Success and Spirit. I've been an entrepreneur for 13 years and I've been in business for 20 years. And ultimately I am a systems expert with background in functional medicine, operations, engineering, MBA, and business. I'm also a self-development junkie and I look at us as a system. So not just our body, but our super conscious, our subconscious and our conscious brain which is so important for mindset coaching, but is also just important for connecting to your higher self if you're into that. And then the parts of your business, that could be the parts of your larger business, or if you're a solopreneur, the different aspects of your business. So what I do is I look at a macro level to systems to optimize things. And I am someone who kind of thinks about where the puck is going. Yeah. Well, what I love about what you shared just now and also offline is that you said something offline that I thought was super interesting. So I want to bring it into the podcast, which is, you know, every business creator, whether a solopreneur, whether an entrepreneur, they have their, their end customer in mind. They envision it in their own head and they start to dream about how they can service that end customer, how they build a business to bring some type of value to that end customer and the things that you're talking about, looking at it from a, from a, a systemic component and looking at all the different types of the parts of the system that bring it together. It speaks really well to me. We won't talk about like the 60 supplements I take. We'll put that to the side, but, but there's like, I'm really big into understanding like how things plug well together and how they can different parts of you can amplify the whole part of you, your whole system. So that's why I thought it'd be super interesting to have you on as a guest. And obviously, you know, you didn't go into it, but obviously you've got your own supplement line. You've had a marketing consultancy business. You're an entrepreneur, you're a solopreneur. You've done, you really understand like how to build and, and grow a business, understand your customer and, and then kind of ideate from there. So the question I traditionally ask is kind of what do you think the future of, of services? And so you can take it on any angle you want, but but I'd love to hear more about this system angle as well as like, what do you think the future of services? 
So the future of service and the future of business is going to fundamentally shift. I think we know that, right? Fundamental shifts that only happen very rarely. I'll speak to the context of maybe smaller companies, because that might be your customer and or your audience. And then I'll speak to also the solopreneur. The concept of how we work together as teams, I think, is fundamentally changing. And that does impact how we service customers, because when we put the right people in the right roles, which they're not in right now, the team operates better. We are designed, some of us are designed to be outward facing. Some of us are designed to be inward facing. The team has to work together like a series of Lego blocks. Now we fundamentally know this, we've done strength finder and other kinds of things, but what we fail to realize is that as humans, as animals, we are energetic beings. Mm. What human design is, which you shared, is it is a system that brings in energy. It brings in strategy and all of the things, but it does bring in energy. And as somebody who studies systems and has a background in math and is very like into, you know, I used to run do market research. I find that the data pans out with my clients, it works. So then you're, you're going in this with the assumption that this is real. If that's real, I have superpowers you don't have. We know this, but my superpowers may be that I am just my ability to interact with customers, my ability to in, intuit what they need. If I am the copywriter or I am the customer service agent, I'm going to communicate and sell in a certain way based on the way I'm designed. That may not be the way we should be communicating with the customer. There may be somebody else on the team that based on the way they're designed, it's what we call our throat center with our communication gates. They are better served, better in a better position to communicate to the customer. To give you an example, in human design, I have an open throat. I'm great on a free form podcast and going with the flow. I'm not so good in a succinct email because that's best for closed throat people who might be a great copywriter or a great public speaker where they've got 20 minutes, right? I think it applies to, you know, the traditional customer service content. I love the open, the closed throat, but it also applies to business owners, right? Business creators, engineers. I love how you talked about how we, the Lego block example. So my son, I have a two-year-old, and he loves putting the Lego blocks together. And once he's mastered it one way, he wants to try it another way, and he wants to try it another way to see all the different variations. And eventually, he settles on a design that he really loves. It works really well for him. And then, you know, he's like, okay, I've I've finished the project. done great. But I love what you're talking about the Legos, because we're all different types of Lego pieces, for lack of a better term, bringing your analogy forward. And you're right, sometimes some folks are really effective in certain roles. And oftentimes, because business systems, we're not talking about what you're talking about with systems, but business systems like like Legos to fit perfectly all of the time in a row and everybody just to fit into that system. And, and, and what happens is when you have a Lego that doesn't fit in the system, which is often me in my career, you'll be like, oh, this, this Lego is pushing against the edge of the system. So do we keep this Lego here? Or do we like take that Lego out and put a Lego in that'll fit better, right? And what we lose, I think, in that is we lose the ability to innovate. We lose the ability to be agile. We lose the ability to understand our customers and to really drive them. And therefore, and, and I hope I'm understanding your, your analysis a little bit here, but therefore the energy that's inside of our company system, it gets degraded 
because we don't allow full energy output from all of the potential Legos that could be in the system, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And you brought in an aspect I didn't talk about just to keep for brevity's sake, which is just a business is an energetic system. Mm-hmm. And when there's friction in the system and there's inefficiency in the system, I had a client who I work with and he was a seven figure business owner. They had a small team. They were all trying to be the same Lego part. And they wanted mm-hmm. two of them were on the verge of quitting. Once I just shared, it was very simple how they were designed to work together. They're in and out in an hour. And these are guys that have known each other for years. So think about the trickle down effect to mm-hmm. the people who are actually the customer service. What is that? stuff we haven't really been able to measure yet. What is that energetic friction and tension doing in when there's an inability for the people at the top to really be on the same page and to feel really good about the role that they're playing? Yeah. We are both kind of, you know, long-term entrepreneurs. And I think all of us who find ourselves on this crazy path, we weren't leveraging our unique gifts. We were unfortunately a little bit ahead of the curve and didn't want to wait for the world to catch up. And we were maybe labeled, as you said, like a misfit or we weren't the right, we didn't fit in the box. And the people in my world don't fit in a box. And so there's so many ways this could help a solopreneur, but I'll keep it to four and I'll keep these brief just to keep it digestible to someone who's new to this system. It is a very, very comprehensive system. And People specialize. There's something called BG5, which is when you go into companies. It's a big thing. The number one thing as a solopreneur, in my opinion, is the ability to feel really confident in your decisions, is the ability to own your authority. And that is whether or not you're a CEO like yourself or you're someone like me who maybe is hiring a business coach or is in a coaching program where I'm getting a lot of information about where to spend my time, my money, my energy. And I believe that when you erode your ability to trust your own decisions, that is the beginning of the end. Hmm. I was interviewing with another woman's podcast and she also works with business owners, but she does systems. And she was saying, you know, I can talk to an entrepreneur in five minutes. I'm going to know whether or not they're going to succeed or fail. And I said, how? And she said, well, because the guy's asking me about a funnel or a, a technology and he doesn't have the bigger picture. And I'm thinking... Okay, somebody probably convinced him that that's what he needed to be focused on. Mm. That's just an example to ground this in reality. So in human design, we have something called authority. That's a bigger conversation, but it is that we're all designed to make decisions differently. And when we honor that authority, we do better. (laughs) Things go better. Okay, so that's number one. The second thing is our energy. We have to manage our physical energy and our resources. How do we move through the world? What drains us? What energizes us? Who energizes us? That is unique to us. The third component is the concept of kind of synergistic partnerships. So in human design, you have what they call gates. And they create a bridge. In society, we are trying to create the bridge ourselves. Mm-hmm. I will give you an example. In human design, there is a channel called the gate of power skills. Very, very relevant for business. I have one of those gates, but I do not have the other gate. 
And so I need to partner with somebody else Mm. to form that channel. And so I learned this the hard way in business. I'm a visionary, not an implementer. And I was trying to be both. And when I partnered with implementers, I succeeded. But I had to bang my head against the wall and go to bankruptcy to get there. So that's a third example. And the fourth example comes back to my first example, which is trusting your decisions. In human design, there's something called your centers. And where you are, if you were to look at a body graph, and I'll give people a resource to get one, if your center is closed in, you kind of have consistent access to that energy. Like we might have a conversation, but you're still going to come away and be like, yeah, I know what I want to do. If you have it open, you are open to the influence of those around you, outside Mm -hmm. peers, investors, people in the news, people on the street. And so your ability to understand where you're prone to influence, you can then take a step back and utilize your authority and all the other things that go along with that to make decisions that are best for your body, your business, and that you can live with. Because as an entrepreneur, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to do things wrong. And it's okay if you look back and say, you know what? I wanted to do that. And here's where I went wrong versus like, oh, I listened to this person. And I knew it was going to, I knew I shouldn't have hired that person. I knew I shouldn't have launched at that time, et cetera. I love this. I love this. I hope the listeners are really paying attention here. What we have here is Sunita Kumar, who's a business alchemist. And so when she's talking about the future of service, she's not just talking about like how can we serve our customers or what technologies are out there. She's talking about at the energy level, at the energy and system level. How do we think about ourselves? How do we think about our business? How do we think about our customers? As always, the podcast goes so fast. There's so much great information. Sunita, if folks want to reach out to you and hear even more about this wonderful topic and your perspectives, what's the best way for them to contact you? So I have a podcast called The Aligned Alchemist, and that's about doing business in alignment with all of the things I spoke about. You can also find me at Success and Spirit Everywhere, and that's the best place to find me. I have a YouTube channel, Instagram. I'm at Success and Spirit. Also, if people want to get kind of a guide I've done for business owners, it's very digestible. They can go to successandspirit.com slash HD for biz. And that's HD for human design. So successandspirit.com slash HD for biz. That would be the best place to get started. Very cool. I know I'm going to go download that. Thank you so much for sharing your insight and your wisdom with us. As always, folks, this is Jonathan Schroyer. You know, I'm the host of the Future of Service channel on the Mission Matters Network. And until next time, serve well. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.